welcome to a very special episode of It's a Twin Thing, where we are talking about one of our favorite things in the world, our mom. mom. <laughs> Hi, Mom. Hi, Mom. She's our most faithful listener. She always listens before I've even shared the podcast anywhere. We are talking about our mom today because if you didn't know, it is almost Mother's Day. And if you didn't know that and you have a mom or you are a husband or anyone who knows a mom, (laughs) you should remember that and say Happy Mother's Day. And if you are so inclined, get them a gift or a card or some sort of token of your appreciation. But don't spend more than a dollar on a card. Yeah, we have a rule. My mom has a rule in our house that you can't spend more than a dollar on cards because they are stupid expensive. And usually we make cards, but I actually bought her one this year. Mom, cover your ears. (laughs) But I actually bought her one this year because I was looking for another card at the store and I found one that was just perfect. So I had to buy it. Was it less than a dollar? Yeah. Oh, I think that's okay. My but my dad doesn't follow the dollar rule and he buys like $7 cards. It hurts my heart a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a cheapskate. Except that a few weeks ago, my mom was cleaning out her desk drawer or something and she found a card from Christmas this year from my dad. Like she kept a bunch of cards in this drawer and then she was going through it and got a little bit further and found the Christmas card from my dad from last year and it was the exact same card as this year and then she kept going and found the card from two years ago and it was the exact same one again and then she was telling me about it and we were like maybe he was playing a trick on you since you have this card rule and trying to see how long it would take for you to notice and he just bought like a 60 pack of cards so then she asked him about it and he had no idea what she was talking about and he was like no I didn't know they were the same cards so I guess that's what happens when you don't limit yourself to Dollar Tree cards as you end up spending seven dollars on the same card three times so I am definitely gonna have that card rule when I grow up and I also am having a rule that You're not allowed to spend more than $5 on flowers Mm. unless they're fake flowers. Like, I know some people really value having flowers in their house, and so then I think it's fine if you really like it, but I just can't justify spending that much money on something that I'm going to watch die (laughs) within a week. And I don't feel like I can smell flowers and stuff. I have a really weak sense of smell, I think. So it doesn't make a difference to me having fake flowers versus real flowers. And on Valentine's Day, we went to the store and we bought roses on clearance for $5. But the non-clearance roses were $70 a dozen. 70 What? Do you know what you could do with $70? I would so much rather you spend $70 to take me like bowling or do something fun or buy like something that will last than roses you could buy tickets to a broadway show for 70 dollars. yeah not good tickets but i don't need good tickets i can't see anyway unless i'm sitting in the front row so no because then you the stage is like above your eyes yeah but i'd rather that than be trying to see over someone's head yeah well, some theaters have those booster seats, so we always joke that we need them, but we never get them because they would look weird, but we really can't see when we go see shows because we're shorty shorts. 
I mean, there was one show we went to recently. It was at a high school, so they didn't have booster seats. But if they did, I would have taken one. Yeah, because... she was kind of annoying me because she was, like, leaning in front of me to try to see I'm sorry, people. I wasn't trying to. It's okay. It was just really a really bad theater. But speaking of theater, I guess we can kick off with saying one reason why our mom is amazing is because she is about the furthest person from a theater nerd as you can get. I mean, not really anymore because she knows enough because of us, but I'm sure when we were seven and we were like, we're going to be singers and actors, she was like, what? You are not my kids because she was all sports and everything. When she was a kid, she was like a basketball star and a swim star and softball star and all of these things. And obviously she works in the running industry now, so she's like very athletic. But she has always super supported our love of theater and she has gone to see countless musicals with us. She slept through Phantom of the Opera three or four times. (laughs) But she continues to do it for us, and I don't think she would go see Phantom again. I don't think she would. I wouldn't make her. (laughs) I told her that she should become one of those child wranglers for, like, touring shows or Broadway shows that have kids in them, and then they have the supervisor for the kids. Because, I mean, it's just crazy in the entertainment industry how some parents are just those like stereotypical stage moms that you hear about and our mom we would be on set for a commercial and she would be helping the wardrobe person fold clothes and (laughs) she was just like the perfect person to come to set with us and she would not that it happened very often but she would like fly out to LA with us on a dime if we had to for some reason the one time that we went to LA for an audition or a callback or something and we were supposed to be in school, but instead she took us to downtown Disney and then to our audition. And we got dolips. Yeah. And it was supposed to be the first day back to school after winter break. So it was like really exciting that we didn't have to go. Yeah. Honestly, when I'm on set now, I a lot of times just wish that my mom was with me. <laughs> me too. Uh, I wish my mom was with me anywhere I am that she's not. You know in Gilmore Girls when Roy's like, I need my mommy and I don't care who knows Yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel sometimes. Yeah. If anybody's listening who doesn't have a good relationship with your mom, I'm very sorry because that is really sad and you should come to our house and our mom can be your mom because she's the best mom yeah I always thought that when you got older and went to college and stuff you would just grow out of your parents but I don't feel like that's true I mean Ashley's planning on living with our parents I'm not planning to do that but it's just weird to think about that I decided that I might live next door maybe not in the same house okay that's good yeah or like in the neighborhood like, they can have a little bit of their own space. <laughs> well, also because um, my dad is kind of a neat freak, and I feel like I'm a very organized person, but just not in the same way he is, so I think <laughs> I might want to have my room my way. <laughs> yeah, when we, we always record the podcast in my room, so when I was coming in to set up, I was like, oh my gosh, my room is such a mess, and Ashley walked in, and she was like, you call this a mess? And I had, like, 
a bowl out on my desk and a blanket on a my floor. Bowl. And I have this giant pile of random stuff on my dresser that's been there for a really long time. Well, I don't really have anywhere in my room to put stuff because my dresser is like as tall as me. And so I can't really put stuff on top of it. And I don't have a desk or shelves or anything. And Aspen has a lot of shelves and a dresser and a desk. So she has a lot more room to organize stuff than I do. So that's why my room always looks like a mess because the only place I have to put things is on the floor. But it's not really a mess. <laughs> or under my bed. Yeah, you have a lot of stuff under your bed. <laughs> that's my storage spot. If there's any kids that are listening to this, this is something you learn when you grow up is that there's no such thing as a cleaning fairy or a dishes fairy. They are just your mom cleaning up after you. So when you're annoyed with your mom and you think that she like isn't doing enough for you, you should just remember that all of those things that just randomly get done without you noticing is actually your mom. And that when you get older, you will start to realize that when you're on your own, if you don't clean stuff up or do your laundry, it just keeps piling up. Ashley learned that the hard way. What? (laughs) You should learn how to do all that stuff because then when you get to college, you don't want to be one of those roommates that doesn't help clean or anything. Yeah, which is... That's annoying. Everybody. Yeah. You know what? What? I'm, like, really afraid that my kids aren't going to like me. <laughs> I think I was thinking about this yesterday, that I feel like you're going to be a really good mom, and I'm not going to be. What? Well, because you think you're a bad pet parent to Pumpkin. <laughs> yeah, but also because every little kid that we know loves you and always says that you're their favorite. And I don't think that they dislike me, but they just always want Ashley. And I don't understand why, because I try really hard to be fun and nice maybe I have like a scent that little kids I know that's what I think is you just have some sort of aura and so you're gonna be a super successful mom and I'm just not going to I don't think so well first of all I kind of think the reason that kids like me better than you is because they know how to pronounce my name and they don't know how to pronounce yours (laughs) so that's why they say like Ashley's my favorite or Oh, Ashley's here because they just can't pronounce Aspen. It's not that hard to say. Well, when you're four, maybe it is. But I, well, I don't know, because I feel like most kids seem to like their parents or like college students. But I also feel like it seems like everybody hates their parents sometimes. Like, don't you feel like people are just always saying like, oh, my parents did this and ruined me and I'm scarred for life because of my parents. In high school, I feel like kids were always just complaining about how much they, their parents were so annoying and their mom was so annoying. And I'm just such a people pleaser and I just really can't stand not being liked, which I should probably get over. But I... I'm just really worried that my kids are going to not like me. I think the problem is that I I think that there are a lot of people who do have parent issues and their parents don't treat them kindly. But I also think that there's this kind of like, how do I want to say it? Everyone feels like they need to have trauma in their lives to have value. Not everyone, but I feel like there's sort of this expectation that if you haven't experienced trauma, you're not worthy of success because you haven't overcome enough. 
Mm-hmm. And I feel like then it becomes easy to place blame on parents because parents can't be perfect. And I think when you're in our stage of life where you are old enough to recognize things that you wish were different in your life, but you haven't had the experience of being a parent, it's really easy to think that parents are the problem because you don't understand how it's impossible to be a perfect parent. Or I don't want to say parents are the problem, but like place blame for everything on parents. This is a very minor example, but you know that meme that's like, me when my parents are trying to sleep, I'm going to be silent so I don't wake them up. My parents, when I'm trying to sleep, let me vacuum the house for three hours. Have you seen that? (laughs) So when I was a teenager, I used to think that was hilarious because I was like, my parents are always so loud when I'm trying to sleep. And then I saw that the other day and it occurred to me that if your parents are vacuuming the house while you're sleeping, that's because it's probably the middle of the night and they should be sleeping too, but they're working through the night to provide for you and get everything done that needs to get done. And they have to get up and go to work the next morning or get up and be your parent the next morning and make lunches and walk the dog and all of those things. I feel like there's maybe just a point in a lot of people's lives where you kind of lose sight of the reality of what your parents are doing for you. So hopefully your kid, I think you will be a really good mom. And I think that your kids will like you. And I don't, I'm not saying that I would expect that when they're teenagers, they're not going to like you. But if they go through a phase where they're annoyed with you all the time or whatever, it's probably just a phase. Yeah, I mean, I know that a lot of teenagers just go through phases like that. But I just, like I said, can't stand not being liked. (laughs) But I also just feel like, I mean, I've been saying this since I was like eight years old. Like my mom is just perfect. Like she's just the best. And I just don't know how she does it. And I don't think that I'm going to be able to be like that. Like I think I'm too selfish to be. And I just, I don't know. I don't think that I will have the capacity to, like, do everything that she does and, like, the intelligence to, like, do the right thing all the time. And a lot of people say they want to be better than their parents or parents say, like, they want their kids to be better parents than they were. And I just feel like I hope I'm half as good of a mom as my mom is. I know, because I don't really feel, I mean, hopefully she doesn't feel this way. I don't feel like either of us ever went through a phase more than like a few hours where we were like oh my gosh my mom is so annoying or I can't stand her and I don't know how she did that but I hope that when I have kids when they're teenagers we are we have the mom daughter best friend relationship I'm more worried about when they're little kids that they're not gonna like me oh I don't think so I think I think little kids love you and when your kids are little like, little kids just always love their moms, unless you're, like, locking them up and <laughs> starving them or something. I think that they will like you. But also, I do think that you're right, that our mom is, like, the perfect mom, and so I think that gives us hope that we will be good parents. Well, maybe not you, but me, because I am a 100% turning completely into her. That's true. I am too. No, not as much as me. I think a little more than you. Mom and I were just talking about the other day that I just did something that was a lot like her and we were just talking about how we're so much alike and more than you. Well, (laughs) she and I have conversations 
at least once a day about how much I'm like her. We You're, do too, no, you at least twice a day. You don't even have a conversation with her once a day. Some days you That's don't even see true. her. That's not true. That's because I'm nocturnal. But I see her at night after you go to bed because she's usually still awake. Yeah, but you're sitting on the couch watching TV. Rays don't talk. No, I talk to her. You don't know you're in bed, Aspen. We'd sit there and talk about how I'm so much more like her than you are. <laughs> yeah, That's right. literally what we talk about no, every night. Every day I wake up and I'm like, I am so much like my mom, everything that I do. So we call, my mom and I call it the Welker genes because my grandma and her, my mom's grandma, did a lot of these same things too. And for example, when we were little, my mom was usually a really good cook, but she usually had to make things more than once because they would always burn the first time. And we were super used to things being burnt. So one time we were at our friend's house when we were three or four and their mom made us grilled cheese. And we were very used to grilled cheese being pretty black. And <laughs> so she just had it lightly grilled. And we were like, what's wrong with this grilled cheese? It's not black. Yeah. And the other day, like two days ago, I was making a grilled vegetable sandwich. And I burnt it so much. It was like charred. Yeah. You burn things maybe 10% of the time that you make no. things. No. Yeah. I burn things 80 to 90%. Pretty much everything I make gets burnt. Like, I like to make things for breakfast and then I freeze them so that I can just thaw them each morning. And I do this probably once a week. I'll make two or three different varieties of breakfast items. If I make three, I will inevitably burn two of them. It's not even like, oh, sometimes I burn one thing. It's without fail and I follow the recipe and that's what happens to my mom is both of us we use a recipe and follow it exactly and somehow things just come out completely burnt I mean every once in a while she forgets to set a timer but I do that too now because our oven is a little bit confusing we got a new oven and all these smart technologies are sometimes too smart for people like me who don't quite have the street smarts to use them <laughs> yeah but I burn things like remember a couple months ago when I was making granola and I burnt like three batches of it in a row. You didn't make granola. That was our mom and me that made that Well, then it the was granola. at school that I made it, but I, I burnt granola many times one time. I don't think like you've this. ever even made granola. Yes, I did. I made it at school. I'm sure I have a picture of the burnt granola. I will show you. Okay. okay the other ways that I'm turning into our mom is that I love jackets. So I love much. jackets more. You're always hot now, and I'm always cold. Yeah, so. but I want jackets. Like, whenever I see them in the store, I want them. Me like, you too. No, you don't. You yes, just I like do. to wear them. No, I always want new jackets. I will, like, put on all of the jackets at the store. I mean, not at the same time, but... Yeah, because you're cold, not because you want them. No, because I love jackets. Okay, whatever. You're just and making stuff up. No, I'm not. And I also look like our mom so much more than Aspen no. does. Okay, I think most people who listen to this podcast know us and our mom at least somewhat. And people always tell me how much I look like her. So please comment or I'll do a poll and say who you think looks more like our mom. And by the way, I'm Aspen, the one who looks like her. No, first of all, we're identical twins. So if you look like her, I look like her. 
but also I look more like her than you do, and everybody says that. <laughs> no, they don't. Yes, they you do. You are delusional. I also used to always make fun of my mom for wearing ponytails because I would always wear my hair down, and she wore her hair in a ponytail pretty much every day, and I was like, I will never wear ponytails. Now I wear ponytails 360 days out of the year. That's what I gave up for Lent last year was ponytails because I'm literally addicted to them. I wear ponytails all the time too. No, you wear half ponytails. Well, only because I'm trying to not have my hair the same as you. But you, well, but I usually wear ponytails, and I you always are dressed nice, and I wear workout clothes all the time. I am never dressed. Yes, you nice. are. Look at what you're wearing right now. I'm wearing a sweater and leggings. Yeah, but I wear like sweatpants and running shirts, and that's what our mom wears. So we pretty much look identical because we and we wear the same clothes on accident a lot, but- like more than you and I do. No, okay, I have two things to say. First of all, the reason that I'm my mom's favorite is because I think that she dresses nice often. Ashley thinks she just wears sweatpants all the time. No, shush, 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 I'm not done talking. Second of all, we went to Portland together last month, and we literally wore the exact same sweater without even planning it. Um, She also... I like dogs a lot less than you do, and she doesn't like dogs. Yeah, but I take care of Pumpkin more than you do, so then she doesn't have to. But that doesn't mean that you're more like her than me. Yeah, but it means she likes me better. No. She it, always tells me that I'm her favorite. No, she doesn't. In, actually, my fo- in her phone, it says, Ashley, my favorite daughter. Because you did that. Yeah, but she, it's been there for like three years and she hasn't changed it. Probably because she doesn't know how, which is another way that she's like, or that I'm like her because neither of us are very good with technology. Are you saying she's stupid? No, I'm saying we're both, we both have bad technology luck. Whenever- Me too. You're the one that edits the podcast because I'm too untechnological to do it. No, because I'm just more patient. Like her. She's the most patient person alive. She and I both have the curse that we can't get stuff done fastly and that things always we always have bad luck when we try to get stuff done and you don't have it and we talk about it all the time that you and daddy don't have the curse well i do have the curse you you guys just don't understand it no you don't understand it because you don't have it you don't have these things that she'll be like i just had such a michelle moment when she just like can't find her keys that are in her pocket or thinks that she lost her earbuds case that are right in front of her face or things like that. And I do that all the time, just like the dumbest things. Like my Samsung earbuds I had for an entire year and couldn't figure out how to get them to work. And I kept being like, mine are just broken. They don't stay in my ears. And it was because you have to twist them. And I didn't know that. But for a whole year, and every time I go to the grocery store, I forget my credit card. Like, <laughs> she doesn't do that. Well, but she does similar things. Uh, the other day, I was looking for my earbuds that were in my ear. If that's not a Michelle moment. <laughs> but I have them more often than you no, do. we should keep a tally. Okay, let's. I'm going to put up a thing on the refrigerator. We'll keep track. Okay. And we'll give you guys an update next week of who had who's more like our mom. Sounds good. And it's going to be me. Okay, what is your either favorite memory or funniest story memory of our mom oh my gosh you have to ask me that beforehand so i can think about it or not your favorite but just like 
one that comes to mind? Um, when she told me that I was her favorite kid. <laughs> you think you need to go to memory school to get your memory checked? Okay, I'll, I'll go while I think of my answer to this question. Okay. I feel like I have a lot of just random memories of how cool I thought my mom was. I mean, I still think she's cool, but they're just really funny. Well, okay, I think this is not probably not my favorite memory, but one that comes to mind that I think just sums up who my mom is. She is always very busy with work and would always make time to drive us wherever we needed to go, like drive us 45 minutes to and from rehearsals every day and to make us dinner and talk to us for hours and hours after we got home from school. And the reason that I always wear ponytails now is because when I was little, she would do my hair every morning. So (laughs) I didn't realize how annoying it is to straighten your hair every day. But she was still really busy and didn't always have as much time as she wanted to. So one year when we were probably in second grade, she really wanted to make sure that we got to go swimming when the pools opened because I don't remember why, but for some reason we just really, really wanted to go swimming. And she knew that she wasn't going to have time to take us on the weekends because my parents produce running events, which are happen every weekend. So they wouldn't be around on the weekends. And so She just decided to say that we had an appointment one day and surprise picked us up from school and took us to the swimming pool (laughs) instead of going to school the rest of the day. That was so fun. I don't mean that sums her up because she like didn't care about our education or anything. She just (laughs) knew that we, I mean, in second grade, we literally taught the other kids in our class. We would like get all our work done. And so then the teacher would tell us to go tutor the kids that needed help. Yeah. So I think that she was pretty confident that we'd be okay to miss the afternoon. She was not the mom, which there's nothing wrong with these moms at all. But she was not the mom who would, like, sit and watch her kids in the pool. She would, like, do all the swimming stuff with us. Because we were kind of duds, honestly. We didn't really know how to entertain ourselves. So we went swimming. Because when we got old enough to go swimming without her, and we would go swimming by ourselves, we were like, what are we doing? Yeah, we would just stand there and stare at each other. (laughs) We kind of still do that now. When we go swimming? Yeah. Yeah. I think last year, the only time that I was even willing to go swimming is when she came, because I was like, it's so boring. I don't know what to do with myself. Like, we've gone with our friends, and that's fun. But, like, when it's just us, (laughs) we, like, don't know what to do. Which, usually, when we're together, we are able to We're so fun. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I was going to tell that story, too, but then you stole it. Shoot. I think one of my... I mean, this isn't necessarily like a memory, but when she agreed to let us get a dog, <laughs> she hates animals. And we just never, ever thought we were going to get a dog until we moved out. And it was very exciting because I desperately wanted a dog almost as much as I wanted a little sister. And our dog loves my mom more than anything in the world. It's hilarious because she's not his biggest fan and he just follows her around all the time and always wants to sit on her lap while she's working. He's just in love with her. But not only did she agree to let us get a dog, but she walks him and feeds him every morning and often walks him because he's really high maintenance. So he has to go for walks three times a day or he won't go to the bathroom. Sometimes she walks him all three times and she cleans up his throw up when he throws up in the house and washes his blankets and stuff she's really his primary caretaker which is not good or fair sorry mom 
Well, and because when we when we're at college, then they have to take yeah. care of well, him. Yeah, well, that's but true. I was going to bring him to school with me, but he wouldn't survive the plane ride because he is afraid of transportation. And he likes my parents so much that I think he would be sad if I took him, yeah. which is sad because he was supposed to be, like, my dog, like, everyone's dog, but I was the one who wanted him the most, and he doesn't. Well, the past few weeks, he's loved me. It's so cute, but before that, he's just really not liked me. Why are you looking at me like that? Because I think he's obsessed with you. No, he's not. He doesn't like me anywhere near as much as he likes either of our parents. No, he doesn't like you as much as he likes our mom, but I think you come next. I think he likes our dad, but he's also scared of him. He likes him when our dad's giving attention to someone else, but... When it's just him, when he wants to take him outside or something, he doesn't like No, because whenever he's at a meeting or something, he gets home, then Pumpkin runs up and, like, wants him to pet him and hold him. And he doesn't do that when I come home. Well, also because our dad's, like, the alpha, so he wants approval from him. Yeah, that's kind of sexist, Pumpkin. <laughs> Pumpkin's our dog. He's sitting on my lap right now, and I just said his name and woke him up, so now he's glaring at me. We should wrap this yeah. up. <laughs> Well, I think that we can reasonably conclude that I am most like my mom and our mom's favorite. I'm not sure how you came to that conclusion. We should have had her on as a guest this episode, and then she could have answered I know, I was going to, but she's out of town right now. I know, but we could call her. Yeah. We don't do that. She's at a baptism right now. Because she's a god-grandmother. Yeah, she is. I think my mom's going to be a really good grandma, too. Yeah, me too. I think my parents are going to be really good grandparents, but then we're going to be like, why do you? They're going to, like, get a slide for our kids. <laughs> we yeah, never got a slide. And a trampoline. That was what I was going to say. The slide and the trampoline were our trauma points that our parents never did for yeah. us. Yeah. Oh, poor us. I know. We had such a hard life. Right? That's <laughs> like, I was listening to this podcast earlier today, and the guest on it was like, that's such a my diamond shoes are too tight problem. <laughs> I thought was pretty funny. What that was the podcast? Armchair expert. It was Shonda Rhimes was on, and oh. she was talking about when you're like too successful, and then people are like intimidated by you. Oh, also, I'm like our mom because we both listen to Armchair Expert. So do I. Yeah, but you only started listening because we did. No, I... we we talk about it all the time, and you don't. <laughs> We talk about other things. We talk about you. <laughs> just kidding. Stop saying that. I'm just trying to annoy you. You're making my heart sad. <laughs> okay, well, for all of the moms out there, even though our mom is the best, we know a lot of really amazing moms, and I'm sure that if we don't know you, you are amazing. And if you're not, try to be better. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so happy Mother's Day. To all of the moms, moms-to-be, mom-want-to-be's, and motherly figures in the world, we hope that you have a great week and join us next week for another episode of It's a Twin Thing. Happy Mother's Day! Love you, Mom! <laughs> Love you more, Mom! Love you most! Love you mostest! <laughs> That's not a word.